Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Versatility Podcast. For today's episode, I'm going to be going over my week two predictions for this week for the NFL season. Um, And let's get straight to it. So um, let's talk about baseball just for a quick second, just a couple scores. Um, Talk about the teams that are already eliminated from playoff contention, the teams that are still in the wild card spots, and the division leaders at the moment. So The teams that are pretty much, yeah, they have no hope or faith at all. They cannot make the playoffs. They sucked this entire season. I mean, that goes for the Nationals, the A's, the Tigers, the Pirates, the Reds, the Marlins, and the Royals. All um, eight of those teams are, what, six of those, no, seven of those teams. I can't even count. All seven of those teams are officially eliminated from playoff contention, so goodbye, unfortunately, There goes their hope. The Dodgers already clinched the playoff berth. The Astros, Mets um, are on top of the division at the moment. But the Braves are right neck and neck with the the Braves, um, with the Mets in the NL East. So there's still competition there for the division. The Yankees still have control of the AL East. But the Blue Jays and the Rays are catching up for the wild card spot. The Cardinals hold a division right now for the Central. But the Brewers are still trying to get their path in. But the Brewers are still kind of far. I mean, the Guardians are also, I believe, right now at the top of the AL AL Central. But, of course, the White Sox and the Twins are also neck and neck. The Mariners, the Phillies, the Blue Jays, the Rays, Padres, and the Guardians um, are all wildcard teams at the moment. Um, well, actually, no, not the Guardians because they're the division leaders. But the White Sox and Twins could make it to the wildcard spot in the American League. If it's not for Toronto, Tampa Bay, or Seattle, and in the National League, it will be Philly, San Diego. It'll be Philly, San Diego, and and um, where's the other team? And St. Louis. I mean, St. Louis is the division leader, but the Brewers are how many games behind the Cardinals? Let me see the division. Um, I mean, they're eight games behind. Okay, yeah, yeah. The Cardinals are taking that division, man. Yeah, the Brewers are eight games behind the Cardinals in the first. In the first, eight games behind. Yeah, the Cardinals are. Yeah, they have full control of this, of this division. It doesn't look like the Brewers. I don't even know if can make the wild card because again, with the Braves and the Phillies, are right there, and the Mets. So, yeah, and then with the Padres, I don't think the Giants, Diamondbacks, or the Rockies are gonna make it. So. And Chicago, definitely not. So one of those teams are just going to get eliminated soon. But we still have weeks to go. I don't think I'm going to talk baseball. I, that's that's pretty much it. I'll We'll, we'll talk more about it later. Um, WNBA, game two was, I believe, game two is going to be, was on Thursday or Tuesday? Today's Thursday, my bad. Today, tonight's game three, though. Tonight's game three. And then on Tuesday night, it was game two. And the Aces actually won 85-71, to 71, so they just need to win tonight, and then they win their first NBA, uh, WNBA title um, in franchise history. Anyways, let's not, let's not waste any time. Let's go straight into football. All right, let me pull up my ESPN Fantasy. I already walked, talked about week one, um, but uh, your boy, man, already is down 0-1 in fantasy. Mm. I am... Uh, I am... Uh, not doing good. Now off to a great start. I lost in week one. And what was the matchup again? What was the score? Let me just, let me go back to the score because that was 
That was a pretty rough score. So I lost 118 uh, to 99. Um, so that was that was the final score for week one. Um, again, week two, I am project. I have a 45% chance to win week two um, against my friend Brian, but who also won in week one. Um, but I think I think now I got a couple of decent picks out of it. I I, I removed OBJ. He's a free agent. He's not going to be doing shit at all. And I was surprised George Pickens wasn't wasn't on on any roster, so I had to pick him up, no pun intended. And you know now he's officially on the new man roster, so you know I finally got George Pickens here. Um, I do have him on the bench though, cause I can't have him as a starting receiver over AJ Brown or DK at the moment. But hopefully he can give me some bench points. I think I'm gonna stick with Josh Allen as the starting quarterback this week over Rodgers and over Joe Burrow. Um, so I think I'm going to keep Allen there, even though Allen doesn't play until Monday. So I probably won't get even majority of those points until Monday. Um, I could go Aaron Rodgers on Sunday. You know what? I could change it to Aaron Rodgers for Sunday because he's going against the Bears. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers doesn't play against the Bears. He just always puts up MVP stats against that team. Burrow against the, the Cowboys. I know the Cowboys were terrible uh, last week, but... Um, Joe Burrow wasn't that great either, so I don't know. I think I, if I if I don't stick with Rodgers, or I mean Josh Allen, I'll add in Rodgers. But I think there's still much um, other picks, other players I still have to try to pick up or make trade offers. But I already de- I already got declined from one trade, so that didn't that didn't work. But we're gonna have to keep trying though. But right now I think my roster's I I I mean I got three fucking receivers on the bench so I, I i gotta see what else i can add in because i still have another injury reserve spot to fill in but the only injured player right now is beside besides zach wilson who i have him on the bench is harrison buckner he's he hasn't um he didn't play last week eric reed was the replacement kicker um for the chiefs so but you know i don't know if he's gonna be playing tonight against the cardinals or against the Chargers, my bad. But we'll just keep him there, man. We'll just we'll just have to keep him. I'm not gonna replace him with another kicker. I think I just we'll keep him there for now. Um Gisecki, Mosert. DK didn't have a great game, so he didn't really give me a lot of points there. AJ Brown had a great game. He definitely gave me some points there. Robinson had a pretty decent game. Quarter Patterson pretty much carried majority of it. And then Josh Allen did most of the work afterwards, but yeah, we'll just see. We'll have to bounce back week two. Um, uh, week two. I don't really care about the regular season because typically I don't have the I don't have the most perfect record in the regular season, but it doesn't matter because I always come on on top. In the end of the day, these at least these past two years, that's that's been the case. So maybe we'll we'll just try that once again. Let me see what other players have been added. Yeah, I mean, a bunch of players have been completely. Hmm. Davis Mills, damn. Why did he? Why did my friend add Bengals defense? That's pretty questionable, huh? I don't know. Pretty questionable there. But anyways, let's 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 get into let's get into predictions for week two, man. Let's get into predictions for week two. Let me go pick them, pick them league. So last week with my predictions, I was I was pretty bad. I was I was pretty bad. Um, I was what seven eight and one. Because of that one draw with the Colts and Texans. Yeah, seven wins, eight losses, and 
you know. And who knows, I could have had a 500 record or below 500 technically. I'm below 500 now, so off to a really bad start in in the Pick'em League. But you know what? We're going to bounce back week two. We're going to get more, more than seven right, correct predictions. Let's get to like at least ten or something. As long as I get above 500, I think that's really what... Uh, counts to be honest with you, but let's just go over the damn game. So first we got the Chargers Going up against the Kansas City Chiefs tonight um, And this will be in Kansas City at Arrowhead Stadium. So Thursday night football tonight Chargers Chiefs um, both teams won in week one Chargers defeating the Raiders um, in a pretty convincingly win uh, Justin Herbert had a pretty good game but Kansas City also had a very good Big win against the Cardinals, but it wasn't even a close game at all because Patrick Mahomes was lighting their ass up. That uh, that Chiefs offense was out of control. So, you know, it was it was a pretty tough decision to see pretty pretty much what team was going to come out on top in Week One. Um, the Chiefs, you could have probably expected them to beat the Cardinals. The Chargers, Raiders, you probably would have went either way. And most people had the Broncos being the Seahawks, but we all we all saw what happened. Um, but this matchup, I mean, is going to be really interesting. I mean, the Chargers and the Chiefs, these are easily the two, um, probably like out of face to face, I think these are going to be two, maybe two of the best teams in the whole division. Um, because of course with the Raiders and Broncos, they're still going to be great, but I, I still see these two teams as the master class or pretty much the two best teams locked in for this division. And whoever wins this matchup is going to be huge. And very important for the season outcome. Of course, one or the other wins. Still another game to be in SoFi Stadium later on in the season. But um, I think I think Kansas City might take this one. I think, well, we're off to a great start with, with Patrick Mahomes throwing five touchdown passes. And that offense is still looking really, really good. Um, and didn't skip a beat. You know, despite missing Tyreek Hill, their biggest weapon they've had for the past couple seasons. It felt like really nothing has changed. They're still going to play as one of the title contenders this year. They're itching for a Super Bowl again. So it doesn't look like anything has changed so far. But against the Chargers, Patrick Mahomes um, has a pretty good record against them. But the Chargers have definitely had their games defeating the the Chiefs. Justin Herbert can also have a lights-out game. But I think I'm going to go with Kansas City in this one. Um, though I just hope this is going to be a back back and forth battle um, as I predict, but we'll just we'll just see it on that. But I'm going to have to go with Kansas City on this one. All right, so now let's get to the Sunday night foot. Let's get to the Sunday game. So first we got the Jets going up against the Cleveland Browns. Um, yeah, the Jets, they lost um, in week one, and the Browns, they were able to beat the Panthers. Um, so the Ravens annihilated the Jets, and the Browns were barely... And pretty ugly, but still got the W against the Panthers. Um, so there was no revenge game for Baker Mayfield. But to be honest with you, I look at this as a pretty interesting matchup um, on paper, really for the Browns, just because I think the Browns run a game, I mean, easily one of the best in the league. And and with, I mean, Jacoby Brissett, I, I honestly don't know what he's really going to put too much for this team. Don't really know what he's gonna really do, you know, with with, with what he's gonna do, you know, taking over Deshaun Watson's um, squad for majority of the season as he's you know suspended and everything. 
and also Joe Flacco, who is replacing Zach Wilson for the next couple weeks, depending on how when he comes back and everything. Yeah, the Jets don't really look, you know, structured or at least showing any signs of improvement. But again, they played against the Ravens in week one. So much time left for the season. So that really just doesn't mean a lot. To be honest with you, I think the Browns, it can easily, single-handedly, the run game can easily just destroy the Jets itself. But I feel like the Browns are going to have a pretty rough game against the Jets. I think the Jets defense um, might actually pull you know pull their side against Cleveland for majority of the game they probably they probably will still lose in this one um I still might have to go with Cleveland though they're just the better overall team but honestly you we all know most of the time or sometimes in these games that just doesn't really happen it's just whoever goes out there and just completely takes over the game and again doesn't matter how you start it's how you finish so it really doesn't matter who gets the hot start it's just how you end the damn game is what really counts. Um, easily the Jets could upset because, come on, we've, you know, this is football. This is super unex- unpredictable and shit. Things can happen, but um, I'm, I still am pretty comfortable saying Cleveland will probably defeat the Jets. Despite maybe Sunday it could be a different result. But I'm going to just stick with the Browns, though. Despite, of course, an upset probably lurking in my direction with that one. Um, but yeah, we'll have to pick Cleveland for that. Um, next we got the Commanders and the Detroit Lions. So the Commanders, man, they were able to defeat. Um, who do they play against last week? I don't even remember, man. I don't even remember who were they playing against last week. The Lions, however, they lost against the Eagles, and oh, the Jaguars. They 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 beat the Jaguars, twenty eight to twenty two. So the Commanders had a pretty convincing win against the Jags. While the Lions um, fell short and were, you know, uh, fighting their way back against the Eagles in week one. So, despite the L, the Lions, you know, they put effort in that game, putting up 35 points, which is a lot more than I thought the Lions were going to put up. You know, basically that Eagles defense was kind of like catching off um, in that second half. It wasn't doing as great, um, but we were still able to get the W there. Um, and this will be the second game in Detroit for the Lions. The Commanders on the road um, this time around. And the Commanders looking like they could probably take the win here. I think Carson Wentz, who actually had a pretty good game. Can't even can't even lie. Carson Wentz did have a pretty decent game. Um, there's really not a lot to see for the Lions, um, at least for this game. I mean, the defense have improved. I don't know what Jared Goff is going to be able to do, but he does have some good weapons with Amon Ross, St. Brown. TJ Hawkinson has been good um, so far. You know, there's there's still some there's still some competitiveness there. Um, the Lions defense could also take over the commander's O-line and shut them down for good in this one. Don't really know what to see, though. Don't really know what to expect with this one, though. I, I'm, I think I'm going to probably give it to Detroit. Um... I'm giving Detroit the benefit of the doubt. This is kind of like a 50-50 in my opinion. And it is pretty close. A lot of people are probably picking between Washington and Detroit. And it's it's like a 50-50 pick at this point. But, um, you know, I think Detroit is probably set to have a better game. Just because I just, I just think the Lions are probably going to become um, a little bit more conscious and a little bit putting in more effort and having that L against the Eagles when they fell pretty short and almost had a big comeback 
while the Commanders were kind of slipping away in the the fourth quarter, they were they lost the lead for a second, but then Carson Wentz came in clutch through the game winning touchdown, um, with a couple minutes left to go in the game in the fourth quarter. Um, however, I think the Lions could probably destroy the Commanders, even though I don't really see that happening. But the Lions could still make some noise here. Um, I'm I'm gonna say Detroit. Fuck it. I'm gonna just say Detroit. I'll say Detroit's gonna win this one. Um, next we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the New Orleans Saints. Um, well, yeah, this this Bucks team they just cannot defeat the Saints in the regular season. They're zero and four against them, um, with Tom Brady, uh, ever since arriving to Tampa. Um, of course, they've only beat them once in the postseason on their Super Bowl run, but. Can they finally get a win against the Saints in the regular season? Um, especially since they're going to be playing in New Orleans at the Saints' home stadium. It's going to be pretty tough for the Bucs. Um, the Saints last week had a pretty interesting game against the the Falcons. I mean, the Falcons are the Falcons, and they ended up just tossing and costing the game away and choking. And so the Saints were able to prevail and win the damn game. But with the Bucks, they had a pretty easy win against the Cowboys, who played pretty, pretty fucking terrible last week. So I think the Bucks right now are coming in as the better team at the moment. I think they are the best team in that division, with even the Saints being a dark horse team or a potential playoff team. I have them as a playoff team, but... I think the Saints um, face-to-face against the Bucks, it will be pretty difficult. I mean, yes, the last four times they face in the regular season, it just looks like Tom Brady is a shell of himself. But some things change, you know. I, I, I generally think, you know, maybe this is the game. Maybe this is the moment where he finally can actually take the win here. I don't think Brady's just going to let – it's just going to retire, which is not – being able to beat the damn New Orleans Saints in the regular season and just kind of living with that. I feel like maybe this game or the next game, they could break it. Um, and they did beat them. The one time they did beat them was in New Orleans. They could definitely do it again. They did in the playoffs. And yes, they lost twice at home and on the way or on the road against them. But um, you know what? Let's, let, me give, let me give Tampa, man. Let me give Tampa the advantage here. If the Saints win again, can't really be too surprised. But I think, you know, we're just going to give this a little bit of a sh- shot for the Bucks. We're still giving them the benefit of the doubt, I guess. So let's see. Um, next, we got the Panthers and the Giants. So the Panthers versus the Giants. Um, the Giants, somehow, they defeated the Titans last week 21-20. Um, 20, um, so somehow that, was, that, that happened. <laughs> that was able to happen. And the Panthers, they lost to the Cleveland Browns. So the Giants pulling up a pretty big upset. Very big upset. Um, Saquon Barkley looking like he is finally coming back um, and playing like his former self. Um, hopefully just stays healthy and, you know, doesn't have, I mean, could, you know, um, officially go back to putting up MVP numbers, comeback player of the year, you know, type of season. Um, and the Panthers for Baker Mayfield, they felt short against the Cleveland Browns, but they were pretty much not playing great throughout the whole game. So really not much to say too much on on them, per se. But the Giants, I don't know why. I mean, I don't think the Giants are going to be good this year. I think the Giants are not going to be great. And one win is not going to like just completely change my mind. But why do I think 
something kind of tells me maybe the Giants are going to have a good start to the season and then probably just completely collapse towards the end. Maybe they could actually defeat the Panthers. This is their first game at, at home as well. This will, this will be their first home game as well at MetLife Stadium. Um, you know what? I'll make it work. You know what? I'll give the Giants the I'll give the Giants the W, man. I'll give the Giants the W. Um, hey, you can't really blame me. They 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 beat the Titans, and if they could beat the Titans, I think you could you could pretty much beat the the Panthers with that. But we'll have to wait and see. Um, next game we got the Patriots and the Steelers. Um. Uh, this used to be a very fun, um, and you know, two powerhouses, two powerhouses together. Um, this used to be a really big matchup. Um, the last couple times they faced, they played some really good games. Um, obviously, you know, they don't have Brady or Ben anymore, so things have changed. But, um, I think hopefully this will still be a fun game to watch. Um, I do have Pittsburgh winning this game though. That uh, Patriots offense just looked completely dry. And just couldn't do nothing against that Dolphins defense. And the Steelers, they were they were they were pretty consistent in that first half. Um, but they in that second half were kind of letting Cincinnati come back, especially in that fourth quarter. But even with Cincinnati almost fucking everything up and pretty much sold the game, um, the Steelers were able to stay consistent and just had a good start. And then they were able to finish the game off before Cincinnati could even get a chance. To even, you know, the, the Cincinnati had way too many chances to win and they blew it. So Pittsburgh eventually had to take in their chance and they finally made it count. So the Pittsburgh Steelers were able to beat the Bengals in overtime. But um, I think this the Steelers game is going to be a lot different. I think the run game itself could probably annihilate the Patriots defense all the way through. There's really not a lot to say for the Pats. I don't know what they can put up against Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh... Again, I don't see them as the best team in the division. But they're still going to be a huge threat in the AFC. And they're definitely going to be in wild card um, playoff hunt um, this whole season. And they could definitely upset a lot of people in this one. But I think majority of people are probably going to go for Pittsburgh. So I can't really consider this an upset. But you know what? I'm going to give it to Pittsburgh here. Um, New England definitely got a chance. I It's kind of hard to see Bill Belichick starting the season 0-2. But even with him, you know, being the head coach, he's not the one making all the offensive um, playmaking um, decisions because Matt Pat- Matt Patricia is the one in charge with that, and that's that's pretty questionable. I don't even know how he's even back in New England. I mean, he was terrible as the head uh, head coach for the Lions, and so that's that's pretty rough. I don't know what where they're gonna go here, but I gotta give it to Pittsburgh. I just think uh, off the rip, they're a way better team. Than the um than the Pats, um next we got the Colts versus the Jaguars. The Colts versus the Jaguars, um I think the Colts should take this one. I I I do like Jacksonville. I think they're gonna take us a, a huge step this year. I hope I I hope that they improve, and everything, and as well as the Colts. I think hopefully they're gonna be able to have a great season moving forward. But starting off the season with a a tie. With the Texans, it's already off to a really rocky start for them. Uh, I'm not completely giving up on them, obviously. I think Matt Ryan is hopefully going to have a great game in Jacksonville against the Jags. However, we know that 
the Colts just pretty much suck playing against the Jaguars in Jacksonville because since 2014, they haven't won a game in Jacksonville, which is really fucking sad because the Jaguars have literally been terrible for so long. Besides 2017, when they made the AFC Championship game, but pretty much besides that, the Jaguars have just come on. Ain't no way y'all gonna lose to the Jaguars for seven straight years on their own turf. Is it gonna be another year where just the Colts... This is begging me, like, that. just me hearing that stat that they're 0-7 or 0-6 against the Jaguars at home these past, you know, seven years. It just feels like it's wanting to continue. The streak continues. I should give this to Jacksonville for another upset. And you know what? I might just fucking do it. I might just fucking do it. You know, I don't I just don't see the Bucks beating the Saints in the regular season and the Jaguars beating or the Colts beating the Jaguars in Jacksonville both on the same week. I feel like one curse is going to break than the other. I don't think both are going to break. So if I got to pick the Saints over the Bucks, then maybe I'll put the Colts over the Jaguars. But since I put the Bucks over the Saints, I think the Jags are gonna continue, um, you know, continue showing the Colts y'all just can't win in Jacksonville for some fucking reason. So you know what? I'm gonna go with Jacksonville. I'm gonna go with the Jaguars with this one. <laughs> I, I it continues. The Colts just cannot win in Jacksonville. I just think that's just gonna continue, um, to show in this one. Don't get mad. Literally, it's a proven stat. It's literally been a stat. Um, since I've started watching football, 2014, I mean, come on. Um, so, th- pretty much, I have not seen the Colts play. Uh, I have not seen the Colts win a game in Jacksonville ever since I started watching football. That, that's pretty much that's pretty much that. So, I think it'll probably continue um, while the Bucks will probably defeat the Saints. But, anyways, let's move on. Next, we got the Dolphins and the Ravens. Okay, so... This should be a pretty good game. I, I really hope this is going to be a really fun, competitive game. Um, but definitely not to be biased, I think the Ravens are the much better team than the Dolphins. I mean, yeah. There's really not much to say about this Ravens team, man. There's not a lot to say about this Ravens team. Just them being healthy, their offense and their defense is super explosive. The Dolphins are great, and I do have a lot of hope for them this year. Tua's going to bounce back. Tua's going to have a great year. This offense is going to take over. The defense is going to take over. We'll make the playoffs and everything. But the Ravens are just the better team. And I think that's just going to show. I hope the Dolphins put up a fight. But I'm going to have to give it to Baltimore in this one. Of course, deep down, I want the Dolphins to win this game. But I got to pick the Baltimore Ravens just just for what what I think is just going to happen most of the time. Most... Most accurately. Um, next, we got the Falcons and the Rams. I have to pick the Rams here. No um, no surprise there. I mean, the Falcons, they completely choked the 17-point lead to the Saints. And the Rams, they did get annihilated, but they got annihilated to the Buffalo Bills. You know, the best team in football at this point. So... I can't I can't I can't make too many excuses. If LA if the Rams can't beat the Falcons at home, we have much bigger issues for LA already, man. I can't trust them already, man. Nah. And I don't think this is the upset. I couldn't make this this is the lock of the week, but I don't know. 
I don't know. Fuck it. You know what? I'm I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick the Rams. Yeah, it's it, it's easy, man. It, it has to be. Ain't no way I'm gonna see the Falcons this weekend defeat the Rams. I will be really really disappointed and like just 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 bombarded with with confusion. I just I just wouldn't get it at all. But anyways, we got the Rams winning. Really should be no surprise there. Next, we got the Seahawks taking up against the 49ers. So the Niners, last week against the Bears, yikes, not a great performance. Not a great performance. At least in the first half, they were all right. Then Chicago was just lighting it up in the second half, and they were able to defeat the Niners in that deadly and crazy rain um, um, in Chicago. And it looks like I heard that it could be raining on Sunday in San Fran. So, damn, it could be back-to-back rainy games for the Niners. Again, I really don't know what the weather is going to do on Sunday for the Niners, but um, if that's the case again, then they should be well-prepared for it or at least hoping that they could do something better than what they did in Chicago. But um, And the Seahawks, they were able to defeat the Broncos in Seattle. Um, that Russell Wilson game, they just... It wasn't really Russell Wilson's fault, the play-calling was fucking atrocious um already making really bad decisions from the from the get-go um but at least if he's got to make those dumb decisions in the first game of the season much rather have that happen now than later on in in critical games like week 14 15 16 you know or in the playoffs obviously so um as much as he can avoid making those dumb horrible play calling mistakes um, or at least like those really bad decisions of going for a 64-yard field goal instead of trusting a Russell Wilson to just go for it on fourth and five. It is five yards. It's and you had two timeouts. Yeah, two. If you had zero timeouts and y'all had like a second, then go for that fucking field goal because that's that's all you gotta do and that's pretty much your only best that's your only option at that point but you had two timeouts and still couldn't make the right call with that that's just really fucking sad but yeah um back to this game the Seahawks and Niners hopefully this should be a fun game Seattle's gonna put up a fight honestly with Geno Smith as the starter and he's gonna be the guy here for Seattle this season um, and San Fran, they're going to give Trey Lance another shot. Um, we don't want to give faith on this man. We don't want to give up too much for this man already. But if he can't prove that he can put up a fight against Seattle, then things are pretty questionable for Trey Lance, at least his development. Or is they going to put him back as the backup? Or are they going to put Jimmy G back in as a starter? And then maybe they're going to give some reps in crunch time for Jimmy G or then whatever garbage time they'll just put in Trey Lance for whatever it is. But I don't know. This could be a pretty interesting game. I mean, I have the Niners. They're the better team overall. But I could definitely see Seattle upsetting, man. You know, I'm going to probably have to say Seattle, man. They they somehow looked pretty good against the, the Broncos. And it was really much just Geno Smith. Um, and I wasn't relying too much on DK Metcalf. Or Tyler Lockett throwing, slinging that ball to him. They barely, they they barely got any receptions. It was mostly Geno Smith, um, and that defense was actually pretty much, you know, making the Broncos insufferable. And obviously those two fumbles at the goal line for the Broncos, yeah, that just made the Seahawks defense just so fucking superior. But Seahawks, they could easily put up a fight against the Niners here, and with Trey Lance, 
it really just depends on what version of Trey Lance we're going to get. Um, if it's going to be a lot different than last week, of course, the Niners can take the W. And with that defense, the Niners' defense is a lot better. But I somehow, with all those aspects, I could still see Seattle upsetting. So I'm just going to have to pick Seattle there. Um, next, we got the Cincinnati Bengals taking on the Dallas Cowboys. So the Cowboys last week against the... Who did they play against? The, the the Buccaneers. They lost on Sunday Night Football against the Buccaneers. And the Bengals, they were able to not win against the Steelers because they just completely fumbled um, the bag in that one. Evan Money McPherson couldn't make a 29-yarder, unfortunately, but he'll bounce back, hopefully. Um, Joe Burrow, four picks? Shit, man. That was rough. Um, so these are two easily of the most disappointing um teams of last week but man the cowboys were dreadful man and unfortunately that was not the only thing that came out of it um with Dak Prescott as well out for at least 6 to 8 weeks so unfortunately the Dallas Cowboys will not have their you know primary starting quarterback for at least half the season and Cooper Rush is going to be the one taking over um so with that I do not see the Cowboys having anything against Cincinnati. I mean, Cincinnati still could have even won that game despite having a pretty bad first half and just making so many costly mistakes. But they were just making so many mistakes and they just kept missing many opportunities to win games, to win the game. But Pittsburgh eventually had to stop it and put an end to it. So even with that, I'm going to still put Cincinnati. I think they're still the way better team and they have the way better quarterback I mean, they have the better team in, in every aspect of the game. Without even Joe Burrow playing amazing, so I still prefer him over fucking Cooper Rush or Dak Prescott at his, at his worst before he even got injured. But there's really not a lot to say here. I'm going to go with Cincinnati. Not too much to be said. Um, next, we got the Houston Texans versus the Denver Broncos. So the Broncos, they lost to the Seahawks on Monday Night Football. And the Texans had a tie with the Colts. The Texans were actually in control for majority of that game against the Colts. Um and the Broncos, they just they yeah, they, they didn't know what the hell they were doing against the Seahawks. They just folded under pressure. They still only lost by one, but just felt like things were just so out of place for Denver. However, this is their gonna be their first home game. Russell Wilson is gonna be actually cheered instead of booed in Seattle. This is gonna be a lot different of atmosphere. Um, the Broncos fans are going to be pouring in and, um, you know, giving the Texans uh, hell. So I'm just going to have to give the Broncos the advantage here. Um, yeah, I mean, the Texans could also good have a good start. And Davis Mills is not a bad quarterback at all. Um, and their offense is okay. At the very least, it's, it's, it's all right. Defense is terrible. So many things that the Texans got to make improvement on because they're still one of the worst teams in the league. But... The Broncos, I think, should take this one pretty easily, but we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. Um, next, we got the Cardinals and the Raiders. Um, well, the Cardinals, last week, they lost to the Chiefs. Got blown the fuck out. Kansas City, five picks. Not five picks. Five TDs for Patrick Mahomes. Um, and the Raiders, they also lost to the... Um, why do I why do I forget their matchups, man? I literally remember them the, the the first day and then I just completely forget the next. I have no idea. But the Raiders, 
they lost to the Chargers. They lost to the Chargers 24-19. Um, Devontae Adams had a pretty good game against um, against the Chargers in his debut for the Raiders. This one against a different matchup with the Cardinals. Um, I just don't know if the Cardinals are looking really good already off the rip. They didn't really put too much of a fight against Kansas City. And against the Raiders, who I think are way better of a team than Arizona. Just a bit better slightly. Um, their offense is going to just smoke them. And their defense is also pretty good. So I'm going to have to give the vague, the Raiders the advantage here. Um, now we got Sunday Night Football between the Chicago Bears and the Green Bay Packers. So the Bears were able to defeat the Niners last week. While the Packers lost to the Vikings. Um, and pretty much it was just Justin Jefferson just destroying them. Um, with that being said, however... The Packers, man, they got to bounce back. They got to bounce back after that terrible loss to the Vikings. Um, so with that being said, I, I'm going to have to give it a Green Bay in this one. I got to give it a Green Bay in this one. There's no chance that the Packers are going to start 0-2. You know, they, 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 they lose those week one games, but this should be a lock of the week for me, to be honest with you. Um, I know I'm already out of the Eliminator Challenge, but shit, if I have to make a lock, I'll probably have to say this one. I think the Packers guarantee a win against the Chicago Bears. Can this actually be a guarantee? Hopefully it is, but I'm going to give it to Green Bay. It's just, you know, Aaron Rodgers is the Chicago Bears' daddy. And I don't care what, uh, what Chicago did last week against the, Bay, against the Niners. Things are going to look a lot different this week, so we'll see. Now we got two. We actually got two uh, Monday night football games this week. We got one on ESPN and on ABC. Um, the first one we got the Titans versus the Bills. Um, look, I, I'm not doubting the Bills at all. So I gotta give it a Buffalo, man. I'm sorry. Tennessee had a pretty uh, wild game um, against who did the t- Titans even play, man? I don't even remember. But um, the Bills they annihilated the Rams. In the opening game of the season, really not, really not, nothing much to be said. The Titans, however, they lost the Giants. Um, Derrick Henry wasn't able to pull through too many yardage. The defense looked pretty good, but still, there's just no competition for the Titans. Uh, no competition for the Bills. Uh, excuse me. So I gotta give Buffalo the advantage here. And then for the last game of the week, the Vikings versus the Eagles. Hmm. I want to give it to the Eagles. You know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna give it to I'm gonna give it to Philly. I think the Vikings, um, even though they had a great game, Justin Jefferson against the the Packers, and the Eagles almost lost to the Lions. Um, it definitely feels two different perspectives. The Vikings' offense is is really good this year, and the Eagles' offense is also gonna look very poised. Um, but as a, a complete team, both are pretty neck and neck. Um, and both of these teams, I have them making the playoffs. So honestly, you can, uh, it's a, it's, it's pretty much a 50, 50, or maybe like a 60, 40 on this one with the Vikings and the Eagles. But I guess I'm gonna let my bias slide. I, I'll, I'll just pick the Eagles for that. I didn't pick the Dolphins being the Ravens, but if the Dolphins don't win, at least can the Eagles win. I'll just take care of that. Um, so yeah, so my picks of the week for week two. Um, I got the Chiefs defeating the Chargers. I got the Browns defeating the Jets. The Lions defeating the Commanders. The Bucks defeating the Saints. The Giants defeating the Steelers. The, um, 
No, the the Giants defeating the Panthers, the Steelers defeating the Patriots, the Jaguars defeating the Colts, the Ravens defeating the Dolphins, the Rams defeating the Falcons, the Seahawks defeating the Niners, the Bengals defeating the Cowboys, the Broncos defeating the Texans, the Raiders defeating the Cardinals, the Packers beating the Bears, the Bills beating the Titans, and the Eagles beating the Vikings. So those are my week two predictions. Um, we'll see tonight, Thursday night football's game between the Chargers and Chiefs. Sunday, and we got two Monday night football games. So next episode um, will be Tuesday. Um, I could do an episode over the weekend with maybe a special guest. That is a maybe though. So just don't don't get too chucked about that. But um, it definitely does look like a lot of these. Uh, I got I gotta I gotta make some upsets here, man. Last week I was pretty lacking with the upsets. I got I had to make some make some new ones here. So you know, and those upsets of the week. I mean, let me just go over them again with the Seahawks beating the Niners. With the Jaguars being the Colts, with the Giants being the Panthers, um, maybe the Lions being the command. That's not really an upset. That's not an upset at all. Um, and that's pretty much it. I have like three upsets there. And maybe even the Eagles being the Vikings, but it, that really shouldn't be an upset either. So I have three upsets, maybe four if you count that team. Um, if, the, if you count that game itself between the Vikings and Eagles, just really don't know, but... Um, but yeah, week two predictions. Um, thank you guys for enjoying. This was a lot quicker of an episode, only recording for 45 minutes. But uh, I think I'm going to just cut some shit out, so it should be a little bit shorter than that. But um, anyways, thank you guys for, for watching. See you guys in a bit. Take care, and peace out, my friends.